Did you ever wake up and realize how did I overcome so much in my life? Well, yes, I have and I am so grateful for it. Every day that goes by, I have learned that life is about growth. The more you grow, the more success you will have. In this podcast, I interview women that have battled against the unthinkable and have found the power within to succeed through it. Join me in my journey as I share these amazing stories of women rising above it all. Hello and welcome to The Power Within with Courageous Women. Today, Michelle Joyner joins us from Oregon. She is a total package life coach. She helps Christian single women get married. Tie the knot. <laughs> you heard it. She has created the romantic love story by having her signature steps are knowing your value, expanding your value, and conveying your value. So she's your gal if you want to get hitched. <laughs> welcome and welcome, Michelle. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much. Excellent. So let's get started. Tell me about um, a moment in time in your life that you had to overcome. Yes. So when I was 18 years old, I was at Johns Hopkins University. And more specifically, I was studying thermodynamics to be a mechanical engineer. Oh. And I went into my final week and something happened. And later I found out it was a manic episode for bipolar. Mm. And like I said, I was 18 years old and at 18 with my parents, I had to struggle through that. Like, what do you do? You want to be a mechanical engineer, but now you have to take lots of medication. The medication makes you gain weight, makes you a little foggy. Plus you're dealing with the illness while you're trying to get a mechanical engineering degree. That was the toughest thing so far I've had to do. I haven't had kids yet. So <laughs> the toughest thing I've ever had to do in my lifetime, get through college, get a mechanical engineering degree while I was trying to understand this new diagnosis of bipolar and the medication that went along with it and caused me to gain, I would say about a hundred pounds. Wow. And that was the medicine. It was the medicine. Unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of side effects of the meds. So many it side effects. All your, yeah. It affects all the hormones that cause weight gain and uh, makes you hungry, makes you crave carbs. So you're going to gain weight. Right. So tell us what you did. I got through college. I decided at the time that the thing was most important to me was to get a degree in mechanical engineering. I actually wanted at least a master's in mechanical engineering. So I took the medication and I dealt with the weight gain and I eventually figured out how to lose some of it. And it was the decision that I made at the time was to get through and get a mechanical engineering master's degree. And I'm very grateful for that decision because it forced me to take medication that truly helped me. Right, right. Um, yeah, because the bipolar was something that you needed help in at that moment in time. Now, mm -hmm. <clears throat> let's, let's fast forward a little bit into, um, you said that you, before, our ch before we were talking, you, you mentioned being married, and, and in your story, we're discovering that you are the, the master of 
hitching up people. <laughs> so tell us about how that journey became, began. Well, the journey began when I found my husband and that was fast forward to 34. So from 18 to 34, I was literally single. I had no dates. <laughs> and that's kind of amazing. Like how do you go from 18 to 34 with no dates? One, you go in an engineering school. There you go. <laughs> Your, your, your head was in the books, girl. Your head was not focused on men. <laughs> Let's forward to 26 when I'm done with college and I'm just working. Well, then you are an engineer and it's fucking hard. Please <laughs> fast forward to 30. You've had no dates. The other thing about it that's really interesting is that I'm a Christian. So I read the book, I Kissed Dating Goodbye by Joshua Harris that all my friends read, all the guys that went to my church read. And what does that mean? I Kissed Dating Goodbye. All he really meant was save dating for marriage. And when you're ready to get married, then you start dating. And it was, it was a little confusing because obviously by 18, you're ready to start dating. By 26, you're ready to start dating. By 30, you're ready to start dating. But there was just stuff in my head that made me think, well, you're not going to marry this guy. So don't date him. And quite frankly, that's not a very helpful thought. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? How old were you when you got married? Oh, I'm a bad, I'm a bad, um, example. 19. Oh, wow. See, so at 18, you can get married. So having the thought, I am not going to date you unless I'm going to marry you. It's just not a useful thought. Um, I, I, so, you know, the book I kissed dating goodbye, um, and actually it didn't help me very much, um, because I really wish I had gotten married sooner. Right. Right. So the, the journey began at age 36, 34, oh, 34, when I met my husband. Now, the way I met him was really interesting. I was in Michigan and he was in Oregon. Mm. So that's interesting. We had a long distance relationship and I had gotten some coaches because by the time you're 32 and you haven't been on a date yet, my thought then is I need help. And I want to get married. And those are very great thoughts. You know, I need help and I want to get married. Probably not going to hurt you to think those thoughts. So I got some dating coaches. And so when I turned 34 and I met my husband, I was following the dating coaches coaching. So I, I became aware that there were things in the world called dating coaches. Yeah. And my dating coaches had a very successful story. <laughs> do tell, because do tell. I, yep. I got married when I turned 30, when I was 36. So from 34 to 36, met him, talked to a few guys that I was like, nope, that's okay. Met my husband, got married two years later. Turn but the page. <laughs> next. <laughs> It, hey, you got to You got to test the water and then no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> so, so you got yourself a dating coach and from there learned some. Yeah. So I learned a couple of things and it's, it's what I use in my business today. You got to know your value 
And uh, surprisingly, you know, I had a mechanical engineering degree. I was beautiful. I was a little overweight, but you know what? I kind of really knew my value. I was pretty solid in that. I knew I was overweight, but I really didn't care, you know, so much. Um, so I knew my value and that was really easy for me to get started, you know? And then my second step for women is to expand your value. And that's a beautiful one because quite frankly, you're going to be doing that till the day you die. You're going to be expanding your value to hopefully till the day you die, you're going to be getting better every day, which is, I, I love that about life. But when it comes to knowing your value, I don't want people to take too long to figure that one out. Uh, in fact, I would love it. I would love it if my client starts knowing her value in about six weeks. And in six weeks, she's like, literally, there's a saying I use, and it's, it's hard to use because I coach Christian women, but I use it anyways. By the end of six weeks, I want her to be able to say, I'm the fucking shit. And that's like tough for a Christian woman to say, but it's something that I say to myself all the time. Like when I, when, when I'm starting to feel just a little bit insecure, I use a swear word, Christian women don't use swear words. And I say, I'm the fucking shit. You are the fucking shit. You heard it. You heard it. All you women listening today. Okay. And it's okay. Sometimes we need to put ourselves in our place. <laughs> Love that, Michelle. <laughs> Say it again. Expanding your value. Expand your value. I love that one. And honestly, that's where I got out of debt and I started to lose weight. Because by this time, when I met my husband, the bipolar and a little bit of other emotional stuff going on, probably just the loneliness, the bipolar and the loneliness had put me at about 275 pounds. And it was time to start losing weight. So when I met my husband, I was also on the journey of losing some weight and getting out of debt. When I met him, he said, that's too much debt. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of debt. <laughs> that's a lot of debt, Michelle. And I was like, okay, boom, two years, like in two to three years, I was out of debt. And that's what expanded. Amen, Amen to zero debt and to yeah. debt free. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey girl right here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, so you and hubby married and tell, please just fill us in on how that long distance relationship happened. Oh, it's so fun. It was amazing. It was exactly what it should be. <laughs> um, so long distance relationship is totally fine. The only thing about long distance relationship is that one of you has to move if you want to get married. And we literally fell in love in about uh, two weeks. In about two weeks, we started talking about marriage a month into quote unquote meeting each other on OkCupid. And I really like that. I really like that for women. I really like, I really like realizing that you will know, you will know. I mean, like you got married at 19, you knew, you knew. Yes. 
it was nine months and bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no set time, okay? Mm -hmm. Your instincts, your heart, your gut, whatever it is, uh, will tell you when you, you connect with that soulmate of yours. Right. So a month in, we knew we were going to marry each other. I would say he started planning the name of our unborn child. <laughs> <laughs> He's a planner. All right. He's a keeper. <laughs> he started planning that and letting me know that our first girl would be named November. He, start, he started, he, he let me know that. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> He said, let's get married in February so that we can have a girl in November and call her November. And I was like, okay, I, I see where this is going. <laughs> okay, then. Which is great when the guy, when the guy knows. You right. Know, it's great. I mean, I think as women, we sometimes may know maybe before the guy, maybe the guy might struggle with some commitment. But then, to be honest, a lot of women struggle with commitment too. So, but when you both know and one of you is committed to moving, then that's, that's a beautiful thing. So I really have no problem with long distance relationships. They work. I mean, technology is so amazing today. We had dates, long distance. We, we went to restaurants, long distance. We sent each other Valentine's day presents, long distance. It was, I loved my courtship. It was, it was super fun. I, I sometimes miss it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's time. You got to tell him. <laughs> he could be in the other room. You could be in this room. <laughs> um, so what would, you, what would you share with the women that are looking for their significant partner? Um, what would you share with them? What I would share with them is figure out where you are. Do you know your value? Are you expanding your value? And do you know how to convey your value? Conveying your value is something we actually haven't talked about yet. To me, it's fun because I'm an extroverted personality and I'm not shy. So conveying my value is super important. Really, it comes down to flirting. You're gonna have to flirt a little bit. And again, some women, I, I told a girl I was coaching the other day, I said, you're gonna have fun flirting, right? And she said, well, I don't know. And that's, that, that's kind of a problem because you're going to have to have fun flirting. At, at least it will be more fun for you if you enjoy flirting. And do, this you, think, works do you think, Michelle, um, when, you, when, you, when you talk about flirting, do you think that as a woman you have to let go of your guard, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. be a little bit vulnerable, I guess yeah. you could say, right? Yeah, that's the thing. But you're going to have to do that throughout your marriage. Oh, yeah is a long-term thing conveying your value isn't something that ever stops I, I just the only thing I want to know is where are you do you know your value are you expanding your value and are you conveying your value and conveying your value you want to have fun with all of these steps I think knowing your value is the hardest one to have fun with and it doesn't matter if you have fun with it it just matters is at the end of six weeks you can save yourself from the fucking shit and then you start expanding your value and then conveying your value, which is super fun. And I, I have a tip for them. If you go into Starbucks, you should start conveying your value. And, and here's, it's super easy. You just say to the guy in front of you, hey, what are you going to get? That's it. 
you just say, say to the guy in front of you, what are you going to get? Hopefully he's not married. Hopefully he didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Make sure you don't see a ring. Make sure you don't see a ring. <laughs> yeah. 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 You might want to do a little bit of surveillance, but at the same time, you also need to practice. True. So you just say, what are you going to get? And then he says, oh, I thought maybe like blueberry muffin. And then you say, things would never work out between us. <laughs> that is cute. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty direct. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. He will, he will like it too. He will <laughs> like it too. Because you're giving him attention, you're flirting with him, and he's instantly going to be like, mm, someone's flirting with me. So it's fun. Yes, I love that. I totally love that. Tell us a little bit of how, um, what you've got going on and how women could reach out to you. Yeah, so what I have going on right now, what I'm putting the most of my investment into is Instagram. I have these Instagram posts that basically tell the story of all these three steps. No. My handle on Instagram is Total Package Life Coach, and my name is Michelle Joyner. Not hard to find because I'm black, just to let you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and my picture is, has curly hair, so I'm really not that hard to find. Actually, I don't think that there are many, there's, there's some Christian dating coaches on Instagram, but that's the best place to find me because almost every weekday, I post a, a picture with words on it and pictures of me and my husband and my family. And it's really, if you read all of them, which you won't have time for. <laughs> <laughs> You just will. a week, just for the week, right? Make yeah, sure you read yeah. weeks. Pay attention just to, to what comes out because new stuff's coming out all the time. But if you look at my post, you will see these three steps. And it's where I'm having the most fun right now. Now, I am coaching some women internationally. And right now, there's a little bit of hesitancy which is okay because of the time period that we're, we're in right now. So there's a little bit of hesitancy. You probably actually won't be going to Starbucks. So you can have to find another way to flirt. And there are lots of ways. <laughs> okay, okay. You can't leave us in suspense before we close shop here. Give, give, give the ladies now, okay, a tip about obviously where we are right now and not yeah. being able to go to a Starbucks. It's called online. It's called online. Flirt with people on Facebook. Just do it. It's not hard, really. Just start liking his posts. Start commenting on a few of his posts. I would do it to multiple guys. If you're not really sold on one guy, if, you're not, if there's no guy, one, one girl told me, I don't have a crush on anyone right now. So that's fine. So now just flirt. Just be, just be a little bit flirtatious with lots of different guys. One thing she did say is that she has five guys that are friends that she does not see a future with. That's and good. I recommend to her, do not do this with those guys. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Excellent. So it is possible even if it is online. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. If you can leave us with, um, the word of the year that has gotten you through till, till now. Vision. Vision. 2020 vision. I love it. <laughs> 
I wish our listeners could see me. I'm like this with my hands <laughs> straight ahead with the blinders. 2020 vision, ladies. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us here at The Power Within with Courageous Women. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Power Within. If you are a courageous woman and you would like to be a guest on my show, let's connect. Also, if you like what you heard, give it a rate and review. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any weekly episode.